When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Record. Weird guy says, I am recording. I am recording. Oh, ah, you got me so good. Oh, dude. Let's go. You suck, dude. Man, bro. two, not even, not even a full <laughs> week with a gaming mm-hmm. computer, and you've turned into a total gamer. <laughs> you're saying, let's that's go. What, that's what happens when you got a hog that you're working on. You're with, saying, you know? let's go, and you're not closing the W on the O. You're just saying, let's go. Let's go. Welcome to the Crunch, the only podcast with a hog. It's your boy, Ethan. <laughs> I'm Patrick. This is you need con- you need context, man. Oink, 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 oink oinks in the chat. <laughs> Can I get some oinks in the chat for my hog? Let's get Patrick. some oinks in the chat. So please tell the people what what the hog is all about. I'm so if you're not if you don't follow me on Twitch, us on Twitch. Us on Twitch. If you watch didn't it. watch my stream on Twitch last night, which was Tuesday night, yeah, uh, you don't know about the hog. And uh, essentially, what I've been doing is using a tablet okay. to stream on twitch.tv. Yes. <laughs> if you know anything about tablets, they do they not, are yeah. notoriously low power machines. <laughs> like they don't have they don't cram a lot of gears in there, you know, cuz everyone knows a computer runs off of gears. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I was mentioning this I was having some struggle. I was having a lot of lag. Yes. Things weren't working too well. I was getting very frustrated. Someone sends me a message on Discord, bit.ly slash crunch Discord. He says, hey, Ethan, I have an old gaming computer that I don't use anymore. I used to use it to mine Bitcoin. I want you to have it because I don't use it. And I was like, are you serious? Is this a punk? Are you just trying to get my address? Because the Bitcoin like, thing sounds like a punk. It sounds like a punk. It sounds like you're, you're, <laughs> did you see that tweet that I found from my old account? Oh yeah. That's prescient. <laughs> this is like, this is like that, that one guy that people always, always quote when they're like, oh, he yeah. predicted the future. He predicted yeah. Will Smith slapping Chris He's, Rock. But, but my, my tweet is like a tweet from 2017 that said, my rap name is going to be crypto blockchain or something <laughs> like that, which is so funny. <laughs> this is uh, but, this this is incredible. This is good. Um, so he, he messaged me. He's like, hey, I want to send you this computer. I said, awesome. That's great. He's like, you don't have to pay for it. You just pay for the shipping and uh, I'll give it to you for free. I was like, that sounds like a great deal. And there was a little hiccup because he gets it in the mail. I get the UPS tracking number. I'm like, hell yes, it's coming on Monday by 7 p.m. That's what the UPS website says. It gets to be Saturday. Not I look at the little tracking thing. I get the little tra- No, no, no. It's bef- the, the Saturday before the Monday. Oh, sorry. I look at the UPS tracking number and it says there's your delivery date will be delivered soon. The delivery date will be delivered. So, so we're no longer delivering a computer. We're now delivering a date that the computer will be delivered at <laughs> guy messages. Some of me our listeners says, hey, would love it. If you could deliver dates, it's oh, oh. stay tuned to Dr. <laughs> at the end of this podcast message me. He says, Hey, there was a train derailment. Not sure when the computer's going to make it. <laughs> was the was the computer on the train? <laughs> that was my biggest question. It's like, what? Because a train derailment could be like, there's a train 
you know, 50 miles in front of this train that the thing is on that derailed. Yeah. Like the train itself derailed. Like, and, and there's also degrees of derailment, right? Like <laughs> if you just yeah. kind of, you could just pop it off. Pop a wheelie. Okay. Just get a bulldozer and just kind of push it back on the track. The track yeah. Or there's like, you know, all of the cars, like it's super like eight, calamity, you know, yeah. mangled. Never and, saw it, you know, but yeah. Yeah. It's okay. It was all right. It's fine. But uh, I was worried that it was the second one and that this computer <laughs> yeah. that was just mailed across the country was laying in a smoking heap of slag. And I was like, oh, no, I'm going to have to actually buy a gaming computer. Right. Could you, imagine, could you imagine going to supporters and being like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, welcome back to another episode of The Crunch Tries to start a Twitch channel. Um, today's setback is we had a gaming laptop. It was in a train crash. It was literally <laughs> in a train wreck. Our plans have quite literally been derailed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know my computer. He was in a train crash in another school. But... Uh, <laughs> Uh, never actually. Our podcast existed. is a train wreck, so that worked. But I looked on Monday to see if there was any updates, and it said, "Hey, being delivered on Monday by seven p.m." <laughs> it was on the first train. It didn't. It, it was on the first train. It's but it, it's it skipped. It went over a bridge. It skipped over the derailment. They airlifted the train. Yeah, I don't know what they did, but they it got to my house on time. I was able to install everything, got it booted up, and I was able to stream last. I keep all these hiccups. I was able to stream last night. Mm-hmm. And put the uh, hog into action for the Slaps. first time. <laughs> Slaps gaming computer. This baby yeah. can stream Fall Guys at a normal. Somebody, somebody did rate. make that comment last night in the stream. They were like, "Slaps hog. This baby can fall so many guys." <laughs> That's great. I played really my first game of Fall Guys last night. Well, yeah, you have to tell your story about your hog. Oh, now. that's right. So it's it's welcome to hog. Welcome time. to the hogcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I through, through some through some uh, some extenuating circumstances, I sure. find myself I found myself in desperate need of a new laptop. Indeed. Um, Imminent need for a new laptop, and my wife said urgent, urgent need, urgent care, urgent care, and my and urgent my wife, hog. who is who is usually the, in fact, you know how much of a saver I am. My wife is a saver in our relationship, and I'm a spender comparatively. Oh, boy. oh yeah, oh dear, and it's because like it's because she. I mean, this is not the case before we got married, but she like we got like the Dave Ramsey plan. She's like, all right, cool, this is the plan, and then I deviate from the plan a little bit. She's like, babe, that's not the plan, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Well, <laughs> Darren, please don't hit me, <laughs> and um. <laughs> And so she pulls me aside. She's like, Pat, like, she doesn't call me Pat. Patrick, this is an emergency. You need to go buy a laptop. She's yeah. like, how much is it going to cost? Like $2,000. And I was like. <laughs> how much could one laptop cost? <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's high end. Um, I got some wiggle room. So I was <laughs> so I was like, I was like, it, it's definitely not going to be $2,000. And so I, I, did some, I did some quick research. A friend of mine had given me some advice. I went on BestBuy.com and I found a laptop Ooh. that was in pretty good, pretty good shape. It was, uh, it was used, and I was like, I'm just, it's a gaming PC. I'm gonna get it. So I bought it. I drove 30 minutes to go get it at the Best Buy in Cranberry, Pennsylvania. There's no Best Buys close to where anybody lives anymore because they're all just closing down. No, no, no. One there's one, one. There's one like five minutes from my house, but this is where they used. But they one didn't was. have it. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was save four hundred dollars. 
you know, and drive 30 minutes. So I get up there. I get up there. Yeah. I get up there and I buy the laptop and I, I take it to a Starbucks nearby because I was like, oh, baby, I got a, I got a new toy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Time to game in the Starbucks. Time to game in the Starbucks. <laughs> use that, that public Wi-Fi to play Fall Guys. And it's like, the, well, the main the main thing was, it's like, okay, I need to, I mean, if we're going to use this laptop tomorrow for recording the crunch, I need to download Audacity. Mm-hmm. I need to set up all my, I need to set up my browser. I need to like do all right. this, put all my information on this laptop so and, that it's ready and to if go. You, if you did it at work, the light, the shimmering light from your keyboard that's blasting all across your ceiling and walls yeah. would be showing through the door, yeah. and a priest would walk mm-hmm. by and be like, "What's that dang flab? You know, Youth what's going on in there?" And you'd open yeah. up the door, and the only light that's on is your computer keyboard yeah. flashing. So pulsating. I decided. So I decided to to open a new laptop and input all my passwords and personal information in a public Wi-Fi on a public Wi-Fi connection. So. That's almost, yeah, it's, it's super good. Uh, anyway, so then I, I opened it up and I was doing some work and I was waiting for it to boot up and it kept rebooting and rebooting and it went like two hours and I was like, okay, this is not good. I Googled like, you know, how to do a factory reset. Cause it said, mm-hmm. it said, this has not been factory reset yet. You're going to have to do it yourself. And I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I looked up how to do a factory reset on this particular model and I was like, this is not something I should be doing with a new laptop. So I just took it back and the lady was so exasperated. She was just like, I'll just do a return exchange. And so they ch- exchanged it for a brand new one. So I got... Let's go. I know. I, I, not, only did I, not only did I save $300, I made $300. So basically, <laughs> I made $600. Yes. A penny saved <laughs> is a penny earned. And I earned $600. <laughs> I love doing math like that. Where <laughs> Emma and I will like decide, we'll like, let's go out to eat. And then we decide to like not go out to eat and we'll like go get coffee or something. I'm like, we just made $50. We just made 50 bucks. <laughs> we just, we just profited. We should go out to eat this event. to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's one of my favorite gags. It's a good gag. I do that math when I go out to eat and I decide to save half of my meal for leftovers. I take uh-huh. the, I take how much it costs. I split it in half. I go, ooh, baby, yeah. I just saved $18. <laughs> Jeez, what meal am I buying for $36? What meal am I buying? You're buying a ribeye. <laughs> a steak. Uh, speaking uh, of the Crunch Discord, bit.ly slash Crunch Discord, we're at $2.99. We are so close. And I'm texting my wife because she needs to do it. Frantically, driving around Los Angeles, begging through texts. For your wife to, I'm just uh, saying, go, 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 two ninety nine, babe, please, <laughs> go. G- <laughs> I need this to be you. I put I put a poll in the Crunch Discord that said, "Hey, who wants Phoebe to be the three hundredth person in the chat?" And everyone said yes. Everyone said super yes. Actually, we should do we should do something. I mean, we can't do something like the over the hedge thing that we're going to no, do for no, no, no. That's that's the, the watch along podcast that we're doing for when we hit a hundred patrons. We can't do that when. We hit the three hundred. What should we? What's a fun thing? Because people are saying like, Ethan, shave your head. Ugh, no, you know, like, gosh, that feels like a lot of work. No, that's that's five hundred people. I want to do something. I want to honor the occasion. I want to live in the sacramental moment. Sure. Yeah. Of three hundred people joining the Discord. <laughs> if we if we make five hundred people by the end of the year when we started the Discord, that that's a shave your head moment. Like if we that's get a, another two hundred wow. people in the next three months. Yeah, we should do a coin flip to decide who gets their head shaved. Ooh, sorry. No, I would look the worst. I actually think you could do the bald thing. You think I could do the bald head beard dude a- thing? Absolutely. In the middle of winter? I don't want to I do think it. if I was bald, people would think <laughs> I was like a, 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 a child cancer patient that escaped from the ward. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's mean. I'm so, I, well, okay, sorry. Let me rephrase. I'll edit that out. 
No, 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 no. That's funny. That's mean to yourself. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool, cool. I don't want to be mean to the children with cancer. They're all wonderful. That have escaped from the ward. <laughs> some kid, some, some kid, some kid in a... <laughs> some kid with no hair and a gown is on a subway right now listening to our podcast. He's like, podcast man, I don't look like Ethan. Dig. <laughs> I'm going to look like a podcaster. I think I'm just so spindly and I like don't have a lot of mass on me. And so if I was bald, it would take away the only thing that I have that is like cool. <laughs> dude, one of the <laughs> on speaking, my body. dude, spindly, spindly guys can they can they can if they if you put your mind to it, man, you can you can get huge. One of our one of our teens, he stopped going to youth group and started going to the gym all the time. And he's big yeah. now. He's okay. like, he could beat me up. I, I don't I mean, I guess I could go to the gym. Um, I. Yeah. 2023 is going to be the year of the spindly guy. <laughs> is that so? Yeah, 20, yeah. 2018 was it's the year the Chinese, of the short king. The year, 2022 is the year of the short king. 2023 year of spin, spindly guy. Spindly boy. Spindly boy. Uh, I feel good about that. I think I, st- I still think we should do the coin flip because we got to make it interesting. Yeah. I think so many things in the next five years of our lives are going to be decided by a coin flip to see who <laughs> has to do it between the two of us. And I kind of am excited. I need a little thrill. Back I, I've never, you I've know? never been the guy that does that. Like in youth ministry, there's that's always a thing, you know. Like let's shave the youth minister's face, you know. Like, sure. That's always that's always been a thing. I've never that's never been my go-to. I'm not I'm not mm. a gimmicky guy. Yeah. Sometimes to a fault, I think. I know. We should be more gimmicky. I texted Nick. I was like, Hey, how do I get like what's a, what's it? You're a fun person. I'm less fun. I'm not as fun as Nick Sharapa, but I was like, I was like, Nick, Nick, what's a fun thing I can do to get kids to come to youth group? And he was like, raffle off an iPad. I was like, well, yeah, but <laughs> I'm thinking, right. I'm thinking stuff that doesn't cost $500. <laughs> Dude, how much, how much is a soul worth? Um, I don't know, man. I just don't want kids coming to youth group for an iPad. Since the iPad's gone, so is the kid. <laughs> not unless you pre-install the Bible app on the iPad. <laughs> As a bit, that's what I do. I just I parental lock the iPad. And it's parental all- lock it, and all it can do is open the Bible app. I might do that. That's really that funny. Really funny. That's really funny. <laughs> parental lock it so that I can only open the Bible, and then the yes. kid has to come back and get the parental lock code from me. <laughs> Better yet, you can just do the iBrevery app since no one knows how to use that app anyway. Ooh, that's and tough. I know that'd be really tough. It's. Like- I can't believe Hallow is claiming number one Catholic app. That's that's really big insult to um to Rosary Free Light Plus. I know, which is downloaded hundreds of millions of times. <laughs> we'll see. One day, one day, Halo is going to be. I mean, Halo is like kind of like Amazon. Everything's going to be Halo. Your Pew missile is going to be Halo. Oh your your confirmation course is going to be Halo. Your priest is going to be Mark Wahlberg. Mac, it's Mark Wahlberg. Hey, speaking of hey. Mark Wahlberg and flying trains, I watched a movie. Um, well, not it wasn't a flying train, but it was a flying old thing. Did you ever mm-hmm. see the movie Uncharted? No, I wanted to watch it on the eve of my one year anniversary with my wife in a fancy hotel room, mm-hmm. and she said, "quote unquote," I don't want to watch that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And so we did not. We I, I did a risky thing the other day, yesterday. Because yeah? usually when Phoebe wants to watch something, that's just what I go with. Because if I choose something and it's bad, she'll be like, I just wanted to watch the first thing. So she wanted to watch like a fun animated kids movie with her yes. sister on her sister's last day. Her sister was visiting. And I was oh, like, yeah. no, let's watch Uncharted. And I was like, this could yeah. go one of two ways. Like this could be, it's, it's Tom Holland, so it's obviously supposed to be mass appeal. But like it could be, you know, Tom Holland trying to be, you know, 
I'm not Spider Man. I'm gritty. You know, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm 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 serious actor Tom Holland. No, it's based on a video game franchise that's notoriously tongue in cheek. Yes. And, like, funny i caught i caught that when it said playstation productions in the opening title yeah, i went ah, yeah. i went ah, yeah, yeah. okay yes. cool yeah, cool yeah. this is gonna be like they mentioned indiana jones in it and i was like you can't yeah. you can't do that no you can't mention indiana jones in clearly right. a re- they literally did the plane on a map flying with the dot with the dotted line i was like you can't right that'd be like that'd be like that that would be that would be that would like, be like spaceballs <laughs> saying hey star wars <laughs> that'd be, no it'd be more like that movie Nobody with Bob Odenkirk punching a bunch of dudes on a bus to be like, this really reminds me of that movie John Wick, you know? <laughs> like, it's the yeah. exact same thing. It's just... <laughs> that is really funny. Mm-hmm. It's... At what, what point... That's a whole... I'm not going to get into that. It just at some point, like, movies stop being, like, competitors to other movies and are just, like, institutional things a part of the world that the movie is made in yeah you know like indiana jones has existed long enough to exist in the world of cinema in the world of whereas movie, yeah. whereas uh, an arnold schwarzenegger movie made in the 80s would not dream of mentioning indiana jones because they were direct competitors exactly you know? yeah something something's gotta enter the it's cultural weird, right? zeitgeist long enough but yeah but things like marvel are already at that right at that level of culture so that relevancy. would be a hell of a thing yeah. is if they were in the uncharted movie and Mark Wahlberg was like, you want to go see that new Spider-Man movie? And Tom Holland was like, no, that sucks. I don't Everyone tells it. me I look like Spider-Man, and they're just wrong. The, the only time this has happened to success, I'm never going to forget this. I've probably talked about this on podcast before, but it changed my life. Because it was meta-commentary. Mm-hmm. It was an episode of Hannah Montana. And Billy Ray Cyrus, that year, was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And so he's sitting down on the TV, and... Miley Cyrus Stewart, dang flabbit, was like, came over to him and was like, hey, do you want to watch TV? And he goes, no, nah, I'm good. All that's on TV these days are those stupid dance shows. And I was like, oh, oh like I was, was 12 years old. I was like, he's just referencing the other thing. It's a TV. It's in a connected universe. I was losing my mind. It's my freaking mind. No, they, yeah, they, they watching can. Watching the Disney Channel. It's possible that Marvel will never reach the point where it could, someone could just say, like, oh, like Endgame. Because there's so many actors in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that it's true. in every movie, someone will have been in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's, that is true. You're, very, you're so closely connected because like freaking Samuel L. Jackson is in the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Exactly. So and You can just connect him to just about anybody. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the most famous actor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I can't think of it. I mean, Jeff Goldblum. Sure. Yeah. So like... You know, like just pro- people who've been prolific for a long time and not yeah, just not just famous, not in just the last Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. It's a whole other thing, but. I'm glad to be here. I like podcasting with you. It's good. I love. I do love a good podcast. I think we could start a daily podcast that runs for three hours, <laughs> three hours in the middle of the day. No, a radio show. <laughs> oh man, we'd have to react to current events if we did. that. I know that's the problem. But this, this is a cool thing. They keep coming out with new ones. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about let's whatever topic you had on deck? I think let's skip that. Let's talk about how the FBI raided Trump's Mar-a-Lago. Uh, 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 the resort home. What do you think? I, I'm I'm happy that it happened because now everyone hates the FBI. 
Why does everyone hate the FBI? The Democrats love the FBI. No. They're like, yeah, raid him. Raid him again. Do it again. No, the Democrats are supposed to hate the FBI. They're supposed to be anti-cop now. Why? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, like, they're supposed to be... I mean, yeah. this does... And the FBI took took down Nixon. Yeah. Watergate. Sure. I mean, you know, people... So hate him. This is This is the main... This is the thing about the Leviathan is we like it when it's, you know, our guy who's riding the Leviathan. You know what I mean? We love it when the, we love it when the big bad monster takes down our enemies, which right. is why the big bad monster always wins. Yes. There's this it's all just one thing. This never ending battle between left and right only serves to grow the big monster. <laughs> the the left and the right are not going to win. The monster will win in the end. As it, as, as it says in The Grapes of Wrath, the machine. You can't kill machine. a machine. The only opinion that I have on the feds is that everybody who is at the January 6th thing, all feds, everybody who is at the Black Lives Matter protests in, the, in Minnesota, all feds. <laughs> That's my only opinion. You can't be mad at me because I think they're all feds. Everybody. Everybody's a fed. Toe to tip, feds. <laughs> every time, every time I see, every time I see a, uh, every time I see a popular lib reporter talking about yeah. something, fed. Yep. Every time fed. I see a conventionally attractive trad girl on Twitter, fed. Every yep. time, and I'm right. It's true. Every time. I mean, ever since what's not talked about enough is the fact that the Ellen DeGeneres works for the CIA, <laughs> and like that. <laughs> That should just blow, just blast it all wide open. Like if that, Lord knows how many three-letter organizations are in with Jimmy Fallon, you know, <laughs> Tucker sure. Carlson, Rachel Maddow, you know, they're all. It's all. It's all just one big three-letter organization. You know what that spells, Patrick? T L O. Three-letter organization. organization. <laughs> I'm right, saying I don't know. All right, moving on. Um, I mean. This this is this is the 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 perennial political opinion of the Crunch Catholic podcast. What, it's not a feds? it's not a both sides thing where it's like oh no, both no, sides no. are equally bad. Let's stay out of no. politics. No no no. The 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 point the the, the the if you want to understand my politics, I'm not a I'm not a liberal. If you want to understand my politics, <laughs> stop saying it. If you want to understand my politics, it's this. Both sides independently of one another assert statism and individualism we need the state to be big and powerful we need individuals to have individual rights both sides support both of these things but obviously those two things are contradictory so they need to make a compromise and they always make a compromise in the direction of making the state bigger because in the future we can just take control of the state and give people more individual rights when the state is bigger so what happens is Individual rights goes down, 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 down with every party switch in a different way. And state and the, the, the power of the state gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And both sides are able to be like, look, they're making the state big in the bad way. But we'd make the state big in the good way. And then the state just gets bigger and bigger and more powerful. And the Leviathan gets fatter and fatter and gets more arms and more heads. And then, you know, your guy gets to be the guy on top riding. And everyone goes, yay, he's riding the sandworm. And then we all, <laughs> and then we all just, you know, we get pulled over by a cop who took a picture of our license plate along with a thousand other license plates and was able to like figure out a crime we committed six years ago in a different state. 
We one time parked too close to a fire hydrant, and he finds us $300 plus interest. That's what's going to happen. It's like a dog chasing cars. <laughs> that's all. I mean, that's it sounded it. like the Joker. <laughs> I was, yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's a line from the Joker. Oh, okay. It's but a line from Batman? It's a line from Batman, comma, the Joker. Oh, wait, it's a line from the Joker? It's a line from Batman's The Joker. I think we need fewer movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a line from the joking, the joking Batman. The Joker, uh, the Joker man. An, an incredible parody of Batman in which Jack Black plays Bruce Wayne. I've never seen the movie The Joker, starring Yao Queen Phoenix. But did you see? But have you seen my tweet about the Joker that I did t- this morning at seven thirty-eight a.m.? <laughs> no, I haven't. Should I look at it? You you retweeted it. Oh. Maybe I just forgot what it is. It was like if I was Batman and the Joker tied up Emerald and Cake Boss in two buildings set to explode. <laughs> I think they would both die because I would take too long to decide which one. That's to save. peak. That's peak Ethan. That's peak Bro Possible. I don't know what Father Anthony's talking tweet. about. That's an old tweet. That's an old tweet. I found that. No I, way. Know, purposed it. That's yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. That's both of my good. tweets. My first one that I did about the about the Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> also an old tweet. I've got some good ones in the holster that I gotta. I'm just slowly dribbling out. Dude, I hate to say it, but I was right. You were right. I was right. You got to just post old stuff. Yeah. Because I didn't notice. Yeah. I'm waiting for the exactly. breast pump tweet. No. That one's too obvious. It's way too obvious because we talked about it. Yeah. Okay. What, uh, what's going on? What are we doing? What's the topic today? So uh, I want to get into this it. This one's an urgent one. Um, Oof. It's about, it's about evangelization. Um, did we do that last week too? We did do evangelization last week, but... I mean, we can always talk about it again. I don't think anybody will be upset. No, that's true. And if they are upset, they're going to turn it off right now, and they'll just listen next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. What do you want? I don't know. I don't care. Hey, guess what? We still got the download, so ha-ha. ha-ha. Joke's on you. <laughs> Patreon.com. Okay, keep going. Uh, so, but this is someone wrote this in. Yeah, someone wrote this in to our new our new Go Make Disciples channel on bit.ly slash crunch discord. And Ben, shout out Ben, has been doing a great job of cataloging different topic suggestions what a guy dude so if yes. you have like a question that goes that you want to ask send it in the discord tag ben or something and he'll put it in our little topic google doc so we can talk about it on the podcast yes, and that please. way you don't have to rely on me being on top of things because that's that has never happened <laughs> one day it will one day it will just, when just this is today. like when this is like a full-time deal or even more of a part-time deal but you know back in the day it was like people emailing me, and I was like, "That's." <laughs> I read the email. I can't believe you shake your head like someone sending you an email is puts such a burden on you. No, no, no. To, it's not the no. It's not a burden. Not, it's so much of it's so much not a burden that I'm like, oh, I'll get to that later, and then I just forget. Just, just, just. No, no, no. Please, please keep emailing me. I'm the problem. Okay. Yeah. No. This is this yeah. needs to be clear. Please keep emailing yeah. us info at the crunch. Everybody send Patrick an email right now. Everyone, everyone, open up your little email inbox thing. Even if you're driving. Usually I don't say that, but even if you're driving, open up a little email and just say, "Hey, hey, Pat." Patrick at the crunchcast dot com. That still work? Thinking about you today because I'm listening to the podcast. That's what I happens. want everybody, everybody on this podcast mm-hmm. right now to send Patrick an email when they hear this. Okay. I Please. need I need to set up a different inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. I want you to get inundated. Inundated. With, uh, is it, as many as you can. Speaking of data, right, let's get ahead, into the, the. Oh no, uh, let's okay, get into the topic. Read the thing. Read the thing. Um, okay, 
This one comes from Gerardo. I guess I'll get Ooh. this channel kicked off. He says, so I was just asked to give a talk on evangelization for a leadership retreat that our parish's youth ministry is doing. Um, let me, I need to, I need my cheaters for this one. I can't. How do I? <laughs> <laughs> you already have glasses on. I know, but they, no, they help me see things that are far away. You need a second pair of glasses. I need on. a second pair of glasses. Oh, there we go. It's bigger now. All right. Okay. Can you have you tried Control Plus? Uh, that tends to work for me. I don't understand the question. Uh, so I, <laughs> so I was just asked to give a talk on evangelization for a leadership retreat that our parish's youth ministry is doing. Some of the yeah. people going on this retreat will be teens in high school. I'm trying Ooh. to think about what would be good advice for evangelizing as a high schooler, since they're a lot more restricted in what they can do slash where they can go. I know Ethan and Pat have upheld the go get lunch with them and talk about Jesus strategy. I'm not sure how that's going to work with teenagers who live in a social landscape that's becoming more and more isolated and online. Basically, I've lost touch with the kids. Ooh. Is there anything I can do or I can touch on that will inspire teens to evangelize in their state of life? Dang. And this, this retreat is on August 22nd, so we got to give them advice stat. Give them advice. Shoot. That is a good... Stat. I have a question for you, Patrick. Yes. It's more... <laughs> What? More philosophical in nature. Obviously, I know, there's a few things I know. Uh -huh. I know it's possible for teens to evangelize. Sure. Given the current state of your average American teen, uh -huh. what is their capacity for evangelization? I don't know, man. I felt like I could do it when I was a teenager. I like felt yeah, like I could. I felt like I could too, but I don't think I did. You don't think you did? <laughs> No, I just wore T-shirts and yelled at people. <laughs> hmm. No, 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 no. You got to be able to. There's got to be a way. I mean, I know you can't. If you're baptized, you can evangelize. Yes. Like, that's just a fact. That's the, right? that's the fact. And so I'm just I evangelized like, when I was two. I've told you this story, right? Okay, so when I was two, I've told the, I feel like I've told this story on the crunch before. But <laughs> I don't think you have. So <laughs> you don't think just so? Go ahead and tell it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was scared to go to preschool. And my mom was like, no, it's okay because uh, wherever you go, Jesus is with you. He's in your heart and he's in the heart of everyone you meet. And so, you know, whenever you miss me, just go, like, look for Jesus in other people's heart. And so when oh. it was it was morning time and everyone's like, we were saying good morning to everybody. We went around the circle and I was like, no, we forgot someone. And my teacher was like, who'd we forget? And I was like, we forgot to say good morning to Jesus. He's in your heart and your heart and your heart. So my mom taught me how to evangelize. So if a two-year-old can do it, if a two-year-old can do it, a high schooler can do it. Yeah. They just have to be Not pure to mention, of heart. I mean, Joan of Arc. Yeah. She was in high you school. Know, she was in high school. Um... Joan of Arc, if you think about it from a certain point of view, there is a modern retelling of Joan of Arc, Joan of Arc mm -hmm. in the film uh, Mean Girls. Is that so? Uh, no, I just no. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know the plot of either of those stories. So you don't, don't know the plot of Joan of Arc. <laughs> she like she led an army and yeah, she defeated yeah. the Burgundians, baby. And then Kicked and then she Burgund got to she was burned at the stake. Buns. Yes. She was burned at the stake because they're like, you're too much of a girl. And she's like, I'm not like other girls. I'm a cool girl. And then and she, then, as she burned to death, she said, well-behaved girls rarely make history. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> as, uh, as she was burning, she said, you miss 100% of the shots you don't. <laughs> I saw this thing. I saw this thing on, uh, on, it was John Eldridge who wrote, who wrote Wild at yeah. Heart. And it was a, um, yeah. it was a quote that was like, you know, like, you got to learn how to prepare for your death. All men die, but few men truly live. John Eldridge. Mm. And I was like, I didn't know you could just add something to a cliche and say that you said it. That's true. Huh. Well, 
Never mind. I was kind of off topic. So back to high schoolers of being able to. I was to trying to think of a cliche. I couldn't think of it. I couldn't I think of any right. either. Uh, you miss well, 100% of the. Always take a good. Always take a shot. Because you miss 100% yes. of the shots you don't take. Ethan Stevie. <clears throat> An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Joan of Arc burning at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Sure. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> But a but two two birds in the bush is, is worth one in the is worth one bird of passive income. <laughs> it's it's called leveraging other people's birds. Yeah. All right. Go. So we you were telling we were talking about something. I'm sorry. Okay. We were talking about the capacity that teens today have to evangelize. Yeah. Um. Sorry. What did you say? <laughs> Are you okay, What's Phoebe? Phoebe is texting me trying to figure out how to get onto the Crunch Discord. She sent me that that, that gif of. <laughs> I don't know how to. I don't know how to access this. Do we need to pause so that you can tell her real quick? We just. You can do a live. You were. I was. So, Patrick is so clearly not listening to it's, what I'm saying. It's, she sent this gift. <laughs> <laughs> the frog, frantically typing. That's really funny. <laughs> um, is I don't. Do you do you need my help? You just bit.ly slash crunch discord. Make an account. Make an account. And just then go go nuts. Log in. Go freaking nuts. nuts. Never mind. I'm not. Here Phoebe, Phoebe's, Phoebe's important, but we're podcasting. Welcome to the Crunch Bunch, Phoebe Nevy. You are the 300th member of our little Whoa. community. Let's go. We finally have. Uh, if I would, if I knew, I think the song "All of My Homies 300 300" was deleted off of the internet. I think it I've was tried too. So I think it to was too. All of my homies 300 300. We after the money. You know that we hustling, pushing that weight. You know that they muscling. All of my guests are listening to the money, catching these hoes. We loving the money. All of my homies 300. It's, it's so i mean there's did you edit it into that episode yeah like you, i it was I'd the second episode i'd have to find it i'd have to find it, it. so I'll, I'll see what i yeah. can do. i'll see what i can do. it, it lives it. on <laughs> the dream of there was this old song that my friend tracy really liked and i don't know how she found it but it was only on youtube and it was by this rapper and it had like 300 maybe not 300 that would be a little too on the nose yeah. it had a, a few hundred views mm. And the 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 chorus of the song went a little something like this: "All of my homies." Yeah. Anyway, Phoebe's in the Discord. Phoebe's in the Discord. Feels good. It's good. We're talking about teens. Yes, teenagers. Can they evangelize? Yes. Um, to what extent should we expect them to evangelize? Maybe is a good question. That's a better question. I don't know. I. Is it is it that my perception of teenagers has changed as I have matured, Certainly. or is it that my friends in youth ministry were just were just like more committed to Catholicism than most of the teenagers I know, or is it both? Mm. I think it's both. I think you had it, you were in a unique situation. Yeah, because we like we were hanging out at each other's houses and like sitting around and talking about how to make our youth ministry better. I'm going to tell you something right now, Patrick. That was not normal. Yeah. So that, that's... That was very weird. So, like, we were going... We would... I mean, every summer, it was like we would go to... We'd go to morning mass and hang out afterwards, you know? Um, right. Our pastor started a catechism study class for us after after morning mass. That's one pretty day. cool. It was really cool. Um, Recipes, Father Amen, the goat. He's published... With, my, my pastor is published with Dynamic Catholic like three or four times. Nice. Yeah, he's crazy cool. Anyway. Um, I think so. I think it's like the answer to the question is teenagers can be great evangelists because they have a lot of zeal. Yes. Generally. Yeah. Like the reason that a lot of 
things exist is because teenagers get super excited about them Mm -hmm. and then tell all their friends about it. And then all their friends start doing it. That's literally like how Twitch the entire, (laughs) well, I was just gonna say the entire economy of like the eighties and nineties happened. That's fair. Yeah. People are like, Hey, Tamagotchi's that's nineties, but MTV. Sure. Sure. You know, those kinds of things. Uh, and so I'm like, there's the, the, certainly there are things that you can do. My question would be, Maybe instead of framing it as four teens, this is what's missing. Let's talk about what's missing. Mm-hmm. Real community amongst teenagers. Yes. There's not real community among teenagers. They cut and run the minute something gets hard, generally speaking. Yes. Yes. So I think, man, hammering home the fact that you have to have real friendships where you're secure in mm-hmm. your friendships mm-hmm. and free in your friendships, which is also very hard for teens to do because they're a bub- there's a bubbling chemical vat. <laughs> of of pheromones uh is very challenging but if you think you meant hormones but sure pheromones hormones homonyms homophones homo- homophones i don't know but if you separate them into genders right boys and girls hot and take but go on tell me tell matt walsh that i'm on his team <laughs> and and you give them some kind of structure if you give them uh, someone who's older who's more experienced someone to look up to that can kind of wrangle them um, oh yeah and don't and don't let them don't let them do that thing where it's like i may i'm better friends the girls be a girl that's like oh i just hang out with guys and guys who like i just hang out with girls don't let them do that you gotta do this you gotta split them up yeah they gotta learn how to be different that'll be my first thing is like okay <laughs> you want to teach you want to teach teenagers how to evangelize you got to teach them how to be friends first because that's sure. that's the big thing that's missing is a lot of them will know the truths and be excited. They're like, Jesus in the Eucharist is awesome. And they'll just try to like tell everybody, but they don't know how to actually engage in relationship in a way that that invitation will actually be impactful. Yeah. To be fair, it's a problem that most people have. So it's not just a teenager thing. Sure. I, uh, when I, I gave a talk on Franciscan lead twice Ooh, about hello. this exact thing. It's called sharing the faith. And nice. it was a very, it was very good. It was a very good uh, session. It's at the end of lead. Lead presumes a lot. It presumes a level of dedication that most youth ministers aren't able to presume in their kids. Uh, it presumes a knowledge of the faith, and so I think it presumes too much of that because the the curriculum said uh, everybody needs to have a catechism reference and a Bible reference and a personal testimony for every teaching, every controversial teaching of the faith. And I was like, at this point in my life, as a child, I can't give a personal testimony about why contraception is against church teaching, but I'll do my best. Um, and so I, I, I took it a little, I mean, I think teenagers, they, they're going to evangelize as teenagers, right? So like the one thing that teenagers like to do is they like to say, um, actually, you know what I mean? Hmm. Did you say teenagers or did you say people on Twitter? <laughs> What's the difference? Hey. Uh, so teenagers love to... The, the thing about teenagers, and I was thinking about this the other day. Tell me the thing about teenagers, Patrick. Here's the thing. <laughs> they, for the most part, they're very easy to convince of things. They're gullible. Yes. Because they have tiny adolescent brains. Not only that, they're very, they've been conditioned by like movies and such to, you know, distrust 
what they've been told already in favor of the new thing that they're being told. Sure. So yeah. like you see this in you see this in every movie that Disney has ever put out. <laughs> it's very strange, but every single time, every single uh, I was I was watching the new the new Miss Marvel series and oh. You know, it was very, it's very forward. It's very progressive. It's, it includes a uh, Pakistani superhero. Crazy, right? Um, hmm. And the main driving plot of the first episode is that the young Pakistani girl doesn't want to be like her Pakistani family. She wants to be like all of her friends and go to the Avenger thing. And I'm like, that's goofy. That's goofy. It's not goofy. That's Marvel. But it's goofy. Okay. You know, because it's goofy because it's like, if you're going, you're, 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 you're going to portray this culture. And the main plot is the mom who's who's dedicated to that culture needs to learn how to you know lighten up and be more American, right? It's very mm-hmm. it's very American in yes. that in that sense. Yeah. Um, and this is what this is what, even even when Disney is trying to like show other cultures, they right. still like, fall into the same trap of like the older culture is oppressive, and it's keeping it's so funny. Yeah, this is just a side point, but like the whole criticism of Marvel for ten years was that there were only white people in it. And now they're making shows about people other than white people. But the main conflict is that the the, the parents of the non-white person are, are too not enough, are not white enough, are not enough like the white people. And she wants to be like the white people because they all like the, the Avenger Marvel thing. Yes. It's like that's. Yeah. Seems a little tone deaf to me. Yes. It's, but that's a whole other it's thing. It's goofy. Um, this kind of this was the plot of Turning Red too. It was the same, but it was more overt. The new Pixar movie. Um, it was the plot of. I don't Luca want to turn into a, a panda extent. like all of my ancestors. <laughs> I want to. I want to be a normal girl. It's like no, you should turn into a panda because that's cool. Actually, that was that was the other. Never mind. You should watch the movie. It's very bad. I've never seen the movie. Is it? Is it really not good? It's not. It's not. It's fine, but you can tell that it's been written by. You can tell that it's been written by people who have not dealt with their father and mother wounds yet, because <laughs> ah. they're like, they're they're you know the, they're putting all of the, uh, it's like a caricature of what of what a mean Asian mom is. You know, if you yeah, had Asian friend, if you had Asian friends in school, it's like it's like how they actually described their parents versus how their parents actually were. You know, sure, sure. Uh, anyway, so. Um, Teenagers are very easy to convince of the new. Teenagers are very easy to convince of the new. And that means two things. It means that they're easy to convince to be Catholic and they're easy to convince to not be Catholic. Um, the way you convince them to not... The way Those are the only two options. The way you convince them to be Catholic is that you convince them that it's some kind of like... I don't know. I mean, you, it, this is this is... There's a bad, there's a right and a wrong way to evangelize a teenager. One way to evangelize a teenager is be like, hey, you're told this by the culture. You got to be counterculture. Catholicism, baby. Whoa. And that's going to last. Tradway. That's going to last, you know, if they, if they, if they stay in that echo chamber to last as long as it does. But, uh, until their first semester at college when they join a fraternity or something. Exactly. And, and then poof. And then it's going to be like, oh, I, this new thing. It's gonna, and then they're going to be ex The culture looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so, they're going to evangelize as high schoolers in that mode, right? Where they're, you know, so you, you do kind of have to be like, this is countercultural. Um, you have to help them understand like there is this and not, not in like an aesthetic way, but it's like the countercultural aspect is not those people have sex before marriage. We don't. That's super countercultural. The countercultural thing is 
uh, they hate their enemies. We love them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the world, you know, the world says, you know, you know, become incredibly wealthy, but Christ says become incredibly small and poor, right? Mm-hmm. And so, endure persecution. You have a father that loves you unconditionally. Yes. They do not believe that they are loved. They do not believe they are loved unconditionally. And, yeah. and they need to know that. That's you know? huge. And That's so great. when when I was teaching these kids how to evangelize, I just said, okay, basic kerygma, because you're going to evangelize on a basic level. They're not going to evangelize in a, in a complicated or uh, massive scale. Like they're going to evangelize their friends. They're going to be salt and light and leaven in their areas. They're not going to be, you know... Debating about penal substitutionary atonement with some guy yeah, on stage. So. Exactly. That and that's yeah. that's not even really evangelization. <laughs> but but um, <laughs> <laughs> they are the they are going five years maybe. They are going to be uh, they are going to be evangelizing in a very simple way. So you just gotta start them out with the basics because they, they need to be evangelized themselves. They need to become and know and love these truths deeper. And so I was like what I gave these kids, I was like, okay. You can, you can, every, every human being desires something and they'll articulate it in different ways, but God is the fulfillment of all desires. So just knowing that you can take the kerygma and you can fit it to anyone's desire. You just got to get them to tell you what they want. And you can say like, this is how the gospel fits that. So like if someone's struggling with, you know, they're like, I don't, I don't want to, we talked about this last week. If someone's, you know, cohabitating or like sleeping with their girlfriend what what are they seeking they're seeking to be known and loved it's like well god is the answer to that if someone's seeking money they're seeking security and safety well god provides that you know if someone is seeking popularity they're seeking you know they're seeking to be you know individual unique and praised well god provides that more so than all those other things can and so like you can you can present the kerygma, the four-step kerygma, none of the seven-step nonsense. You're never going to remember that. Kerygma is four steps. God acts, you respond. God acts, you respond. God acted in creation. We responded in sin. God acted in redemption. We respond through faith and baptism. That's the kerygma. You can Boom. embellish it, make it more engaging, um, but it can be it can fit to it can fit to anyone's desire. They desire to be loved. God created you and loved you unconditionally, but we reject that love every time we sin. So He came and said, "I'm going to I'm going to show you what love is on the cross, and we can respond and receive that love by you know giving our lives to Him uh, in faith through baptism." That's it. Just I don't know if you want if you want to give kids like a, a formula a script to read off of. That's it's a good one. We could start tattooing it on their arms. <laughs> God acts, I respond. Yes. So that way, when they try to leave the faith, they'll look down at their tattoo and be like, can't. Can't. Can't do that. Um, what we got to do is we got to come up with a cool little logo, like God is greater than the ups and downs, but for the kerygma. <laughs> uh, it could just be the word kerygma, because it's a pretty cool word. In Greek, it looks pretty sick. It does look very sick. Uh Hmm. I don't have much to add to that. I think it's it's a challenge. I think when you're talking to teenagers, just generally, I, I did this the other day. I gave a talk on intellectual formation. I think I talked way over their heads. <laughs> it's just really hard. Yeah, because they were like they wanted me to talk about like where the church's teachings come from scripture. And I was like, I'm not gonna just like okay, this is where it says that gay marriage is wrong in the Bible, read verse. This is where it says that this is wrong in the Bible. Because that's not what the Bible is. It's not that's a rule not book. Yeah. And so that's when I started. I was like, guys, the Bible's not a rule book. It's actually, actually, 
it's <laughs> and it's a part of I'm like no 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 no, no revelation. Yeah, it's part of divine revelation, which is like the word of God and like the word of God that he speaks at the beginning of creation. It all goes back to Genesis. But anyway, there's also tradition in the magisterium. And like I just tried to explain all that in like a way that was super dumbed down, but it just didn't work. (laughs) But um, it was still good. But just uh, all they care about is like relationship, really. Yeah. Like they want to be in relationship with their parents. They want to be in relationship with their friends. They want to be in relationship with the people of the opposite sex. They want to be in relationship with God, whether they know it or not. And like, if you can just boil it down to like your relationships are valid and important, but only in the light of the fact that like, we're all destined for eternal relationship with God. I don't know. It just, sure. it, It helps. It helps a lot, but you just make it simple. And you know, the group of teens probably better than we do. So uh, I think that's uh, I think that's good. I think we covered some good ground here today. Yeah, and, and emphasizing emphasizing the relationship thing is important because I don't think they realize how important that is. But also, I don't think they realize that Christianity is about relationship. I think most teens think that it's about I have to go do this thing, but there's some things that I choose to do, like go to youth group or, or hang out with my friends. But there's but mostly it's like not doing certain things and doing other things. Sure. And if you can, like, break through that, boy. Oh, boy. We're in business. Yeah, I mean, hmm. There is a reality, though, that teenagers have questions. And if you just say, well, yes. I'm just going to be in relationship with you and I won't answer your questions, that's not going to work very long. And no, I, I, I in a relationship. Maybe, maybe, like, if explaining, explaining the charisma thing like that, if you're evangelizing someone, they need to understand the charisma before they understand anything else. But if you are talking to someone and they want to know, uh, you know, what did, who did Adam and Eve's kids marry? <laughs> Which is a question that I've, a- I've answered more times than yeah. I would like to admit and thought I would when I was in college. Um, you need to know where to get those answers. And I think it's okay to tell a teenager who's at a leadership retreat, go get a UCAT. <laughs> Or here's a UCAT. You know, I don't think we should be afraid of those resources because they are there for a reason, and they're not bad. They're 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 good at what they do. You just got to use them for what they're for. I mean, when I was in high school, I got a lot of answers from the UCAT. Like that's I, what I, I was my go-to. I looked it up. You know, still haven't read the whole thing though. <laughs> it's a long text, but boy, do I have a podcast for you. Is it? Oh, is it the Catechism in a Year? Starting January 1st, 2023, the Catechism in a Year. Um, no free pub. Ascension, I will be sending you an invoice. I am no, I am, I am, uh, I am now noticing on my Audacity track that there's yeah. little divots yeah. in the line, which means that there's been a low rumble of, 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 of white noise underneath. Yeah, I can take that out. Cool. I'll fix it in post? We'll fix it in post. Great. Speaking of fixing things in post, uh, let's move on to Dr. Ethan's Dating Corner. That sounds great. But before that... Yeah, what do we got? Do we any new patrons this week? Oh yeah, we got so many new patrons. I'm and so it's excited. The month of uh, August, so we can talk about. Uh, we can shout out all the people who support yes. us. In the month of August, dude, we got another three patrons. Let's go. We're averaging. Say that one more time. We got Stop. another three patrons. Awesome. You don't want to say let's go. Say that, say that one more time. We got another three patrons. Uh, super cool super cool so uh <laughs> shout out ambrose tnj uh good buddy riley sharapa producer riley's on Let's on, go. The, on the pod and uh uh brett edited his from five dollars a month to ten dollars a month so thank you brett thank you, i really brett. appreciate it. that's awesome 
And then uh, for the for those who it's a new month, it's August now. Although it was August before this, but we forgot. Uh, Patreon guys and girls who have supported us, who have supported us in the month of August. Shout out to Kyle, Isaiah, Caleb, and Katie for supporting us in the month of August. Woo-hoo. Ben started supporting us in September, so he'll get he'll get shouted out next time. He gets no shout outs right now. You'll get yours. You'll get yours, Ben Eastman. Uh, okay, if you cannot support us on the crunch, uh, patreon.com slash the crunch, I totally understand it. Totally understand. Um, I have good news because you can support us in a very real way for free by going to <gasps> iTunes and supporting us by giving us a five star review. We have a couple of five star reviews uh, already. Crazy. Um, here's one from Lucas uh, five stars. Very good. The cast is an excellent balance of humor and thoughtful ideas to crunch on. The pod is well-crafted and relatable to where you feel comfortable listening in on two friends who just want to make jokes and make obscure references. I love it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Thank you, Lucas, for giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Do you know it's actually Apple Podcasts? I keep saying iTunes. It is Apple Podcasts. It's Apple Podcasts. It's a whole different thing. Do you know that we have 443 ratings? I did know that. I'm looking at it right now. That's crazy. Isn't that awesome? That's really awesome. It's been there for a while, but we can get we can get more. <laughs> yeah. Let's get up to 500. Why not? I'll shave my head. <laughs> this is this is the year of hundreds. We're hitting 100 patrons, we're hitting 300 uh Discord members, 500 reviews. 500 Discord members by the end of the year. Uh yeah, we're going to we're going to we're going to get a million followers on Twitter. <laughs> I saw a tweet with a million likes the other day. Yeah, that's not that's not common. Did it make you feel small? It was. I was like, I was like, I can't believe this many people liked this tweet. That's what I thought. I was like, just sometimes can't. I go into the night sky and I look up and I was like, there's a tweet out there that has more likes than the stars that I can see right now. <laughs> sometimes and I, I look up really... in the night sky and think Jeff Bezos has more star more dollars than there are stars in the sky. <laughs> sometimes I look at the James Webb Telescope and it just makes me think about how insignificant i am compared to the people that post tweets about the james webb telescope on twitter.com <laughs> sometimes i look at pictures that a james webb telescope has taken and i think about how awesome it is that i still exist and those galaxies don't anyway um... <laughs> if all those extraterrestrials out there and all those galaxies were smart like us they would have freaking not died in a heat explosion death of the sun that they were dummies dummy moron idiots come on guys goofy goofs fly fly away next try flying away next time try try developing space capabilities idiots you're losers get out of here with that gosh when we meet why don't you try putting your why don't you you know as your planet collapses why don't you try putting your you're putting a baby in a capsule and shooting them off into space uh, at the same time as another neighboring planet that uh, has humans on it, yeah. but you're a blue Just alien, and you fly all the, the way to and, yeah, you yeah. fly all the way to uh, Earth, and then one of you yeah. becomes a superhero, and the other one becomes supervillain, and then you become yes. the hit movie Mega Mind. Boo! Mega Mind sucks. Mega Mind is Terrible. great, and that's the next one. Two hundred patrons, and we're gonna oh. watch Mega Mind, oh. and it's just gonna be you mad. Yes. And- <laughs> <laughs> The whole, it's going to be me dying of laughter and going, this is a good classic comedy. Tina Fey. Peak. Dude, don't, don't, don't even. Tina Fey what? is a national treasure. She's, she's yeah, so she's, funny. She's good. I was just in the end of the She's so funny. Movie. She is funny. I liked her in Date Night with Stephen Carell. Kill shot. Kill shot. That's a kill yes. shot. 
I should not have watched fun. that movie when I was in middle school. That was a very inappropriate movie. Yeah, it's still. Really I learned a lot of new words in that movie. Oh, oh no, it's a very sheltered kid. Yeah, that's good. Do we have a Doctor Ethan's dating corner? Oh, I completely forgot about Doctor Ethan's dating corner. I was like ready to mean? end the show. What do you mean? That's our whole. That's the. That's all. That's what we did. We, we, that's our brand. Help! How do I? How do I? What's Clip. the? What's the? What's the number for Control T? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you came to the right place, you ding dong. It's called communication, baby. (laughs) Dear PhD Ethan and Nurse Pat, thank you for bringing young people such a great (laughs) podcast. Thank you for bringing young people. It's such a great podcast. It encourages them to grow in their faith and have a goof as a treat. Woo. A little goof as a treat. I'm a female, 20, in college. You may call me Ruth. I've been Ruth. dating my boyfriend, almost 20. You can call him Joe, for three years. You've been dating almost 20 boyfriends? I've been dating almost 20 of them? That's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, we, we started dating our senior year of high school. Um, as much as I didn't want to date, I caught feelings. We, went to di- nice. we go to different colleges in the same state. Long distance has been difficult, but we've been able to communicate with each other when times get tough. For some background, I'm a busy bee. I enjoy being active. I gain energy from spending time with other people. Joe likes to relax. He's more of an introvert. We have a dynamic that balances us out. I care about Joe, and we have discussed marriage. It's a possibility for our relationship. End. Done. F- feels good. Feels great. Have, nothing bad. I'm excited. Wow. I love this when the movie ends at the good yes. part. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. No conflict. Very boring, but, you know, satisfying. But at it least, satisfies at the least soul. I don't cry. When it comes to my parents, Joe was initially shy. He would use his phone as sort of a pacifier when he got nervous. Well, that's a that's a dunk. She just dunked on her boyfriend. Um, My mom expressed her concern. What? Would he suck on the phone? (laughs) That seems unsanitary. A little bit, especially if you put that in your back pocket. Can you imagine just getting nervous in your because the parents are in there? You just go. (laughs) (laughs) Ethan, how many times have you washed your phone? Um, never because the water damages the yeah. So like. I had my last phone for six years. Can you imagine owning something and that you use every day and have never cleaned it? Yeah, I, I mean, I have it in my hand right now. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess laptops are also in that. Laptops. Car keys. Uh, clothes. <laughs> bed sheets, towels. <laughs> Just never washed ever. Just stinky. <laughs> my mom expressed concern and I communicated with him. He tried to be more outgoing. My mom has mentioned that he does not engage in meaningful conversation with her. Um, mentioned he's not engaging very... She's mentioned this a few times and when I bring it up to him he gets discouraged because he's trying to do better. Joe has met my grandparents and apparently my grandma mentioned a similar thing to my mom. Today on a walk with my mom she brought up more about how she feels. She mentioned she is worried for me and listed the qualities she doesn't like about Joe. Yikes. She is worried that he doesn't have a lot of ambition and that he won't be active enough for me. She said that she wants the best for me and doesn't want me to settle for mediocrity. I told her I appreciated that she told me how she felt. I tried not to make take her comment too personally, but it still stings. It's difficult because I love and care about Joe. He does mm. get seasons of great motivation where he loves to be active with me. However, he balances me out and reminds me of my need to rest when I make myself too busy. I have imagined a future vocation with Joe, and I've discerned what type of relationship we should be having. My mom did mention his good qualities, such as his sweetness and his care for me. But I also note how Joe cares about his family. He has grown a lot in his faith throughout our relationship. 
I want to communicate openly with Joe about these issues. Letting them fester in my mind would not be very helpful. When I have brought up these types of issues in the past, Joe feels like he can never do enough. He has told me that he feels like he is not enough for me. Oh, I love Joe, and I love growing with him. How can I communicate these concerns with him? What can I do to encourage him to be more active, slash please my mother, slash engage in conversations more? Is our relationship hopeless? Is there anything I need to change or pray about? Thank you, Crunch Hospital, Ruth. Wow. Man. First of all, boo. Does anyone have any, like, funny, fun things about dating that they want to talk about that aren't, like, serious that they want to write in, like, hey, I, I fell in love with my brother's sister, and, like, it's weird. Oh, dude. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Hold on. Wait, let me, let me rephrase. <laughs> Hold on. That's not, that's not what I was to say. I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say best friend's sister. Okay. Cool. <laughs> oh, gross. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Roll time. Uh, yeah, oh, Hello. <laughs> I made the same joke twice. All right, uh, <laughs> that's funny. I'm so sorry. My brother's but, roommate's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, this is this is just serious. This is the real stuff. So, the nice thing about your mom, and something that should be a huge weight off her shoulders, is that she doesn't have to marry Joe if she doesn't like him. <laughs> Yeah. It's just no one holding a gun to your head, mom. Right. <laughs> you know, like you gotta, you gotta respect your parents. You gotta honor them. You know, all these things, but like your parents problems with Joe are not a reason that you should not date him. Yeah. Cause like, or marry him. It seems like she just doesn't like his personality, personality. which is not big enough for a red flag and it's kind of like keep it to yourself sort of thing like that yeah. it's more of a her problem i mean sure. so joe is using his phone as a as a crutch when he, he feels sucks on his dirty phone when he's nervous <laughs> and that's and he's got he's, he keeps getting stomach viruses <laughs> he keeps coming up with novel or coronaviruses <laughs> <laughs> And sorry, babe, I can't come to Thanksgiving. I just got COVID 24. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, they, that's not possible. It's only 2022. You know how like car companies come out with the note the next one in like November? <laughs> 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 oh, poor Joe. A sickly child. Um, it doesn't uh, sound like it's a problem with Joe. It sounds like it's a problem with Joe Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. It's ruthless. Um, so that was another pun, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a, a, a pretty outgoing, extroverted, active person who is dating someone who's very introverted. Um, and it's you're right. She's right. It's I mean it, that's that's a very common dynamic. Um, it tends to go the the way of like the extroverted person learns how to be chiller and then the introverted person makes more friends than they otherwise would have normally you know like yeah it's like the the extroverted person their role in the relationship is not to force the introverted person out of the house all the time it's to you know introduce the introverted person to people they think would be good friends with them and then let them have their like one to two really good friends and the extroverted person can have every friend ever um 
it's a fine dynamic. I mean, it's possible that Ruth just comes from a family of extroverts and they don't know, they don't understand why someone would not be that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard. It's tricky when you are the more extroverted person speaking as a more extroverted person, because it feels like, because there are so many cultural reasons and societal reasons to feel like being extroverted is the quote unquote better of the two options. Oh yeah. Unless you're on uh, the internet, in which case being introverted is introverted like the hip thing. Gets you all of the, the internet points. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Introverts had a field day at the beginning of the pandemic. Like, Oh, this is called quarantine. I call it Tuesday. And I'm just like having a nervous breakdown in my apartment. Like, well, I need to talk to someone. I have a meme. I haven't shown anybody. <laughs> the, uh, it can feel like being introverted is better. And there is a tendency among extroverts to try and make their introverted spouses <laughs> yeah. or partners more like themselves. Um, and it it was a big turning point when I was dating Emma where I just had to make a mental shift in my mind. It's like, it's not my job to make her more like me. Yeah. It's not, it's not up to me to uh, try and quote unquote fix the things that I think are wrong with her. Our marriage is so much better because of that simple thing that I made in my mind. Because I kept trying to do things like I tried to make her pray the way that I prayed. I tried to make her like the things that I like and like hang out with my friends in the way that I like to hang out with it. But when you realize it's like, okay, this isn't working. What if instead I trusted her and I said, hey, I really would like to go and do this thing. You don't have to come. You can if you'd like to. She says no. And you say, okay, great. And then you go and do that thing. Yeah. And then she, and then you, sometimes you have to be like, all right, what do you need? Mm-hmm. And then listen to what they need, and then you do that. Yeah. You know, and then you sacrifice for them. And so it's like, that's where it has to come from. And I think with Joe, it's like, yes, there's probably some human element where he needs to learn to be a better conversationalist. Probably. He's going to need to learn to get along with his in-laws. Going to need to learn to get along with his in-laws if you guys end up getting married. Um, But it's not up to you or your mom or your grandma to try and quote unquote fix Joe. Because there's nothing wrong with Joe. If you love Joe, then you don't need to change Joe. Like, that's that's a really great question to evaluate where you're at in your relationship. Like, would you marry this person if they never, if they didn't grow or change at all from the point where they are now? Yeah. Like, if you are anticipating, like, marrying future Joe, then you're, this is not a great place to start your marriage. No, you got to wait. You know? <laughs> yes. You got to chill for and, a bit. And the nice thing is that your mom can always be waiting for future Joe, and he's never going to get there, and that's just, she can just deal with that. That's and that's fine. not your problem. So, I don't know. That's that's kind of what I think. It's like, I don't really care what your mom says. I don't care that you broke your elbow. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say yeah, it. Yeah, last, week we, had a, last week we had a question where we were like, you should probably listen to what your family wants. This is an instance where it's like, don't listen to what your family wants. Because <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's not, man, I'm kind of, I, this kind of bugs me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if it's like other things were like, He's at the dinner table and he like uses, he like draws blood with his fork to enhance the flavor of his green beans or whatever. <laughs> or he like, like he like take he like takes off one of his shoes and uses his sock still on his foot to wipe his mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. Like these things, <laughs> something like that. These things are worth talking about. But if it's just you know he's a little awkward, he's a little shy, he's a little quiet, isn't into the same things that all the yeah. rest of the family is into. That's not a reason not to marry somebody. That's an opportunity for your family to grow in uh, uh, humility. Yeah, because it sounds like and they're taking. It sounds like, like it sounds like they're taking his uh, not 
engage them in conversation, it sounds like they're taking it personally. As an extroverted person, when someone isn't immediately rolling on the floor laughing at one of my jokes, I go, why don't you like me? Um, yeah. So that's probably what it is. But mm-hmm. I mean, not all extroverts are the same. Use your, all introverts uh, are the last same. Thing I'll say. Ruth, <laughs> use your own judgment. All extroverts are the same. Use your own judgment. If the things that your mom brought up are valid and you've talked about them with Joe and he's working on it and you can tell that he's working on it, there's like not much more that you can do. If he's like actively ignoring and like spurning the like legit requests, there might be something to talk about. But at the end of the day, you guys are the ones that are in the relationship. So you got to figure it out. Poor Joe. Poor Joe. And poor Ruth, honestly. Always chewing on his iPhone XR. Seems like she's like a rock in a hard place. Always wiping his mouth with his sock at the dinner Mm -hmm. table. You know, poor guy. Ooh, something, a question that you got to ask. I don't know. I don't know. As as an extrovert married to an introvert, because you brought it up, I am also that way. Um, introverts tend to have, you know, they recharge when they're alone. Um, my, I count as being alone when my, when I'm with my wife and she needs recharge time. Yes. In fact, I help her recharge. Yes. Um, that I, because, because the thing is, is that when, when introverted people are actually alone, you know what they have? What? Their, their thoughts and anxieties that come flooding. In. <laughs> sure. But, but when they're with someone that they trust and love, it's like, oh, I can be alone. Yeah. I can you know, be alone it's like and, different. And I can, I can just yeah. be. And so you might want to ask him, Hey, do you recharge with me or without me? And then when you're visiting family, you can take that into consideration where it's like, Hey, it's time for us to go be alone without being around our family and then you can recharge and you don't bring your family into that space either physically or emotionally. So like you don't bring it up with him. So sometimes communicate communication is key, but see, you don't always need a key. (laughs) You only need the key sometimes. So don't keep, don't communicate everything. That's, I mean like you don't, you don't got to tell them everything your mom has said. Um, You can tell her like, Hey mom, I uh, thank you. For, I don't. I appreciate you the feedback. Thank you for the feedback. I will take that into consideration. We're gonna we're gonna loop back and see if we share the same synergy on our team. Yeah, and then we'll we'll send you a memo in the next couple of weeks yeah. pro- before next quarter and uh, let you know uh, kind yeah. of the direction. We'll put a forward. pin in that, circle back, and then we'll touch base in the future. Yeah, love touching bases. I love touching bases. I love pinning and circling. Pin, circle, touch. That's the that's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Crunch podcast. <laughs> uh, we got a we got a Discord bit that all slash Crunch Discord. You can be the three hundred and first member uh, after Phoebe Nevy, which is a huge honor. Yeah. Imagine um, having a, imagine having a great young adult group in your pocket. Imagine having friends that will laugh at your that will laugh raucously at your memes, but also seriously discuss uh, why we need to cancel Josh Peck on. Uh, on Instagram, which we will be talking about on our Thursday night stream. That's why. That's what we've but, always wanted. Yes. Uh, so Discord is great. You support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the crunch. You get bonus crunch lunch, which is an hour-long radio show that I do once a week or once every two weeks. And the additional bonus content that we're making uh, in the future, you can go to twitch.tv slash the crunch podcast. You can watch a stream live on Twitch now that we have hogs now that we've got hogs now that we're we have uh, so many more things that we're gonna do and i'm very very excited about all of it i'm trying to program you can us on twitter you can follow us on instagram we're everywhere i programmed my my uh, my browser to be crunch colors and i'm oh. trying to program the the gaming keyboard the rgb backlit keyboard 
uh, LED backlit keyboard to be crunch colors too, to circle through from the orange to the blue to the dark blue to the light orange. Ooh. Yeah. I have an idea. That's that's not an announcement of content. That's just for me. This is an idea. At Space Station Crunch. At, <laughs> fi- at 500 patrons. Yeah. You and me. Mm-hmm. We get matching butt tattoos. I've been wanted this forever. <laughs> I That'd wanted to get so. Fun. The cool thing here's the thing. No, this is great. This is why God gave us two cheeks. So we, we get, <laughs> <laughs> because I have the same. I have a promise with Nick, Sean, and Nick and Sean to get matching butt tattoos. I'm sure you and and Ryan and and what's his name, Alex? The third the, one. The third one. <laughs> Did I miss the middle one? Sorry, I probably always forget yeah. the middle kid. Uh, Alex. Al- yeah. yeah, Alex. That's, I knew that. Uh, you guys, I'm sure you guys made similar promises to get matching butt tattoos, right? No. Never? I mean, we maybe have talked about it, but yeah. we haven't seriously pursued it. Well, me either, me either with Sean and Nick. But, but you and I can get matching butt tattoos, and then we can get matching butt tattoos with our brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But we just convince them. We do it around the same time, and we convince them that to get the same tattoo that we're going to get, and so then we only show them the one cheek <laughs> and be like, look, I get this <laughs> one for tattoo. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a multi-purpose tat. Exactly. I think this is great. I like doing a podcast. Check us out on all the things that we're on and uh, stay tuned for our show later. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? I did forget that God gave us four cheeks. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you and we'll see you all next cheek. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing.